It's the Superstore Podcast. This episode is Mateo's last day. I wish it was ours. <laughs> Until the next time. Until the next show. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I forgot about this intro. It's like the fifth time I've seen this episode. Like, who's filming this? get it is he transferring or dying yeah glenn this is terrible i didn't make it mateo did oh, oh that makes sense pay attention what am i gonna miss the most uh skipping people? rocks they're salt of the earth simple it's like it's an episode of celebrity rehab sort of harmless am i scared am i scared? scared wait so um who's asking you these questions <laughs> What? <laughs> Not your chest. Yes, it is. <laughs> Take off your shirt. I had a big breakfast. My advice? I guess it would be leaving every place you work at a little bit better. Than yeah, it, this reminds me of Celebrity Rehab because I, I remember right as soon after my divorce when I was living with my grandmother, it was me and my kids and my grandmother. Oh. And I was watching a lot of of cable at the time. And what was it? MTV and I don't think... Did VH1 still exist? I think so, yeah. Because they had like Rock of Love or some shit. Did VH1 still exist? They still exist. I don't know. I haven't had cable in so long. But... So I, uh, I, yeah, I was watching, uh, oh God, Rock of Love, and I, I tried Flavor Love, but it was just too trashy for me. I know that sounds weird because I, I just said I watched Rock of Love, and that's trash. I'm trying to watch the TV show. The incident of you having gay sex with Mateo? <laughs> Sorry. I'm not at liberty to say, and we actually just call it sex. Uh, but the point is, since you two okay. have been recently... <laughs> Rock of Love. So, I, uh, I watched a lot of Celebrity Rehab because it had uh, it had Rodney King on there, Dennis Rodman, Tom Sizemore, and Heidi Fleiss. Rodney King is not a celebrity. In a way, I mean... No, he's not a celebrity. He was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Well, he was an alcoholic, and yeah, he ended up dying um, soon after the, his episode, so it was kind of sad, but... Not um, really. Anyways. It's... Uh, whatever. Dude, I don't have... I. And their cafe has never given anyone diarrhea. That is. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time, and then he became a celebrity. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I'm not going to play the dude up, but it, it was when you watch the episodes and you just when you're spending time watching someone's life being recorded. Yeah. You know, for I know it's for entertainment purposes, but and I'm not I'm not downplaying the Rodney King incident. I'm downplaying the he's a celebrity thing. Mm -hmm. Them using him as a celebrity. Yeah. So but it was just um, I remember watching those and like there was a dude from this band. I, I think the name of the band was White. Town, and they had one hit. They were one hit wonder. It was, um, uh, you know, uh, come come my lady, come come my lady, butterfly sugar baby. That fucking song, and and the dude from that band, I think he was the drummer or whatever. He was a major heroin addict, and he was on there. He was an interesting dude. Sad though. It's just sad to see these guys like with all this. They have some form of talent. And to see them wasting it because they have to mingle or they believe that they have to keep going out and getting high and, and, and just shitting on everyone around them that cares about them. It's just, it's like watching, 
I don't know. Watching a dumpster fire, you know, you you want to just walk away from it, but yeah, you you want to see keep seeing it go for some reason. It, it's not me. So it was. Enter- I just remember watching that shit when I was, you know, at the, my lowest after my divorce, you know, during my divorce, and and I don't know. Maybe it helped with some perspective type stuff. Like, well, at least you never shit on your family for for heroin you know or or like just to see certain people that that got so high up because you're sleeping with in in their their level in hollywood like say tom sizemore i used to be a big fan of tom sizemore i liked him in movies when he showed up in a movie i was like hell yeah there's tom sizemore and then to see what he did what meth did to him and then he's with heidi fleiss who looks like looks like like a skeleton like someone sucked out like like shang Tsung came and just sucked her soul out or and some flesh with it or or something man it just just to see like how low these people have gotten with this stuff Gary Busey though hilarious to watch him just argue with people because his brain is in this different realm this dimension to hear him just rant about the craziest shit ever and he totally believes whatever he whatever spouts out of his mouth totally believes it 100% what he's saying and it's just entertaining as hell. Like they, they should make a show of someone like Gary Busey and I don't know Nick Nolte hanging out together and just let him go. Maybe you should try talking. Let him spout off. You could like fudge the paperwork or something. Great idea. What was your point about the beginning of this? Mateo's last day. The video he made reminded me of reality shows. How like? But you went on this whole thing about Rock of Love. Oh, and well, I watched all that or, stuff. Or not Rock of Love, but uh, the, the other one. Celebrity rehab with Dr. Drew. But you know what? Do you have a point to that? Like, where's the end of the story? It just reminded me of the show. Where's the end of the story? The story is I no I no it. no. What, you, I don't know. How do you not have an end to the story? What what I mean? What kind of end do you? Want I don't know. To be? Relationship is. And then I. Just for the files. And then I decided to try. Then I, and then I got into a bar fight. Fine. No, I think uh, it just got to a point where I got so sick of reality TV. I mean, the whole point was, you, you know, you were watching the reality TV thing because you were divorced and depressed and all this other shit. And like, like there's no payoff to that story. So I think ha- at least half of my stories end up having no payoff. Half? <laughs> my being generous? Yeah, yes. 90%. Fuck off. 98%? Uh, oh, yeah. So this guy that's that did the Yelp reviews, he yeah. does Drunk History. That's who that guy is. Okay. Yeah, I mean... Yes, I, yeah, I think so. I don't know. He looks like the guy that does I've Drunk History. I've seen him history. in a few things. I just He's one of those guys that you recognize him, but you don't remember what I'm you sorry. saw him in. Right. He's probably having a pretty bad day. When that's not the guy that does Drunk History. But it looks like the guy that does Drunk History. Like, I'm, I'm re-watching all of Burn Notice uh, with my son Kendrick because of, uh, of uh, Bruce Campbell and his Bruce Campbell fetish. Uh-huh. And this dude popped up on one episode where... 
I, I've seen his face, and I'm like, I know this freaking guy. What the hell have I seen him in? So I, I, I look up the episode, and I find out the guy is the guy who played the main cop hero character in Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, yeah. I was like, that's why his face is so familiar. Because I love Killer Clowns. That movie is a great movie. It's a, That movie does everything you could possibly think of with a clown. It's got John Vernon in it. And it's got John Vernon in it, dude. It's all that matters. Uses a puppet. Yeah, it's great. Feelings mutual. Where did I grow up? I don't know. Is my father dead or alive? It, um, I don't know how you pronounce it, but I always say the Chiodo brothers. Um, they're the ones who who created. Yeah, they're the ones who created Killer Clowns, and and I always hope that. They would make a sequel or, you know, God forbid, a remake, as long as it's done well. We found but a tire and soft they haven't. They're just for whatever reasons. You think the film would have... I mean, it has a huge cult following, but I don't know. It just never got around to it. They're still alive. Old reviews. But in 2006, this lady found a pool of vomit in electronics. That's 2006. 301. We have cleaned up the vomit. We have cleaned up the vomit, right? Yeah, I believe so. French Fry Guy 81 updated his review. So I can't believe him as a manager. I mean, besides the fact that he's definitely just I can. inept. He's like too, like, verbally. Because managers, most managers at jobs... They have this authoritarian thing going on with them. Don't. And Kim, he always seems like he needs help with everything he does. So his character is a contradiction. And I know it's for comedic relief. <laughs> she got a soda? No, she had, I thought she had a soda. But it just, it doesn't feel right because... Managers ha- have to always give like, like give an air of authority, authority, even if you don't be- you don't buy it, you don't believe it. Maybe even sometimes don't even respect it, but it's still there. They still try to give an air of it at least. And Glenn does not give it. She just needs help all the time. All the time. I don't know. I'm trying to get his high pitched voice going on. I couldn't do yeah, it. Almost like an apathy. <laughs> Maybe an apathy. Yeah, I could go with apathy. Yeah, God. Sorry, that's me. We're just pulling in a port. So you're not a refugee. You're not a special agricultural worker. This, I don't know if you've noticed. Oh, well, you know what? Actually, you're the great one to ask ask this question to. How about that killing too much? When you used to work at the oh, the big superstore, uh, those computer displays. Did you ever have a, like half of them were already like damaged yes. and like cracked? Like every one of them. So they started just not turning them on. Yeah. So you couldn't test them out, and people would be like, "Why can't we turn these on?" And be like, because people destroy them. Yeah. We actually had people coming through and cutting the cables. And stealing the, uh, the the display models, the display models, the some that just had and then a and then they would and then I would just yeah, say okay well like wait until they come back and order the uh, the uh, uh, um, charge cord yeah the charge cords yeah, the, the power supply or yeah. whatever yeah because they're gonna do it <laughs> or come back and say yeah this isn't working properly or something and that happened to my father my father worked for this com- company called Convergent Technologies yeah and they had you know these old 286 or 386 I think it was 286 at the time processors yeah and it was an inside job 
And they went through, and the, the computers in and of themselves, because they were essentially mainframes, well, they were built by, they were convergent computers, so they had a special a uh, uh, cable no, 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 that you had to plug into it, right, in order for them to work. Yeah. Look, so these idiots came through and cut all the cables and then stole the computers, and then, like, the next day, they called the company saying that they needed replacement cables. He accepted. So now I love the the karma of that the instant karma because I've seen stupidity like that before. I'll give you an example. We live in that world every day, dude. When I worked at Mazda, so you see it. When we worked at Mazda, I don't know if it was when you were there that this happened or not, but one of our coworkers, one of the lot porters, over the weekend stole a stack of tires from the parts department. I heard about that, and. He tried to sell them to the store that, that, that gave them to us. And so the stickers were still on the tires. Right. And so that's how they got caught. Yeah. And and that and so the day that they fired him was a day that we were busy and we were down like by two lot porters because one of them called in. Yeah. So we had to wash our own cars. <laughs> I'm putting number 3250 on you. And that's going in your file for life. Your mom's a whore. Okay. Hey, Brett. I'm mad at you. Let's fight. <laughs> Get away, you psycho! Oh my God, Jesus! <laughs> Dude, I have oh, hello, cut you. Fry Guy eighty one. What are you doing here? We need to talk. No, it's not a good time. Why? Are you busy spewing hateful things about good people from the comfort of your own? I remember. Okay. Home? This yeah. is what bugged me about this episode was they try to humanize this troll, right, by right. making you understand him. But yet he has had he's given multiple opportunities in this episode to become a better person, and he doesn't. He still trolls. What about no matter what? Right. So I don't care if he's got a shitty mom who's on oxygen or any of that stuff. See what happens. It, it bugs me personally because people choose to be a piece of shit or not. Right. Like, I'll, you know, okay, well, give me an example. My son, William. Like, he'll, he'll get pissed off at his brother for not doing certain things for him. And he goes, well, why should I do anything for him? He doesn't do that for me. Or, you know, he's not going to say thank you or whatever. And I say, don't let his assholishness affect you. If you want to be a good person, be a good person. You know, yeah. life's not fair. Get over it. Don't let him dictate if you want to be good or not. Just be good. Fuck it. If he doesn't, you know, if he doesn't reciprocate, then that's his problem. That has nothing. To, life's not fair. Yeah. And everybody, everybody doesn't. Most people don't understand that. That just because you do something for someone, don't expect them to reciprocate. Yeah, you don't always expect. You're not going to get what you want. Yeah. I, <sighs> All the time. Yeah, I mean that. It's like. That's why I. I'm not. I'm not the kind of person that holds up open a door for an attractive person just because I think that I might get laid by them. I don't want. I don't do. I do. I hold the door open for everybody. Never mind. I don't. Shopping. I, I've never. I know you don't want to. In recent memory, I don't think I've ever done anything extra out of my way for someone attractive just because they're attractive. I do it all the time. I don't. Beat the hell. I, 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 
You have to be completely aware of what you're doing. Okay, let's do. I can, have to be. I can be aware that someone's attractive, um, no matter what. I, of course, but I'm not going to do anything right? extra for someone right. that's attractive just because they're attractive. Okay. I want to do this. I think that attractive people already get enough extra advantages in society as it is. I'm not going to add to it. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. treat them just like everybody else. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe close your eyes. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, Just hit him. Open your eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Here it comes. Here we go. Oh, Sh- no, Cheyenne no, would just, just hit them both. And, and that's weird. She should. She should fucking uh, roundhouse kick them both to the head. She should cunt punch them both. I wasn't, but now I am. She could just stomp on his head. It's called a twat smack. What? How about I just do this? <laughs> never heard of the twat smack. Kind of go like this, and you just sort of walk in. No one's ever heard of that. I like to. I call it a twat swat personally because it rhymes. But maybe this is better. Yeah. yeah. The hell are you talking about? There's the cunt punch. There's the twat smack, and there's the twat swat. What are you talking about? You punch a person in their crotch. Okay. That's called a falcon punch. Like what? Um, okay. No. Oh, please. But mean about Beyonce. I'm trying to. You're trying to make it funny, and it's I'm not working. I'm trying to pretty much elaborate well, that okay. Mateo and Jonah are both I, I pussies. Well, so you wouldn't hit them, and you wouldn't falcon punch them. You would cunt punch them. Still the same thing. It's still a falcon punch, whether you punch them in, whether it's a male or female. Twat what? It's not a twat swat. It's because it's the only time I've ever seen your hair move. <laughs> I thought it was going to be one of You say tomato, t- I say twat swat. No. You hit me back. No. You, Why no. No, you can't change the rules of the game this I, late I into did. it. I just did. What are you going to do? Yeah. Just, just, you can't change the rules of the game this late into it. Shut up. No, it doesn't work that way. I get one chance at this life, and I'm going to fucking do it my way. No, no, no. No, you have. there's some conformity. There's some rules that you have to conform to, and one of them is the falcon punch. It's not twat swat. Sorry I didn't come through for you. Because <laughs> you're not swatting it. All right. <laughs> you're full-on punching it. You could do like a like a like nobody a, like nobody a gay, does that. Like a gay hand slap, like a like a wrist. You know, nobody will do that to. Uh, you are literally okay. You are literally racking Bad up their veg. genitals. So slapping it right. would just Other. either excite it, somebody, excite them, or just annoy them, or call the cops. Yeah, yeah. I've been sexually assaulted. <laughs> but but what it comes down to is did you rub his cheek? In, in twat swat, it, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's like it's like saying jab slap. Remember that? When you slap somebody in the back of the neck. No, I've heard jab slap, but I didn't know. Like I didn't. I, I don't remember so we, what it was applied so people, to. People people had their necks exposed, and you would yeah. walk by and just slap them in the back <laughs> of the neck. I know there's the judo chop. <laughs> it's not judo chop. It's just it's a literally you're, you're make like basically you're rednecking them. You're slapping them in the back of the neck. Then I went in there and they hired four. Do you know like there's certain clothes that people no. wear that you just aren't into ever. Like you could never picture the right time for someone to ever wear it. I mean like when really really large people wear tight spandex and half shirts my life is so terrific walmart customers yeah um, no i mean well that's a, that's a, it's an example yeah but like like and the sweaters it all feels like i i don't even when it's not an ugly sweater which is intentionally to look bad on, and it's funny when you're overweight and you're wearing hip hugger jeans and a belly shirt so you got the muffin top going yeah but you're not like fat you're just around to it ma it's just 
kind of f- you're wearing you're wearing one size too tight short jeans. And that's what sucks for me because I, I, I it feels like aging. I'm get I've got a muffin top now because my legs because of all the exercise my legs have gotten almost completely thin now. And but yeah, but I was more proportionate to a point. Because I used to have fatter thighs and everything, and no, you were literally Pillsbury, dude. You, you got the Pillsbury crescent roll going. And now I've got now it's just like my legs are. I can wear normal size underwear for a guy my age, and define normal size. One X, one X underwear. What does he hear feeling better? Okay. Yeah. So small. That's <laughs> clever. We're small. So and. And I can wear normal size pants as long as I don't try to put them over my stomach. What's normal size? Uh, well, 36, 38, 40, 44. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, but it's when better, it comes it, to shorts, dude, though. You, what, yeah. at one point you were wearing, you know, 50s, right? Yeah. Or more. Yeah, and 50s wouldn't even go over my stomach. Yeah, so you have you have dropped it's just on my waist, six yeah. waist sizes. Uh-huh. That's pretty impressive, dude. As much as we make fun of each other with the fatness and stuff like that, <laughs> there's nothing but respect. You know that. Yeah, it just it's it. The- so for all you that are listening to this show. Yes, we do make fun of each other. Uh-huh. It's mostly self-deprecating fatness jokes. You you have to have a sense of humor about yourself. If you can't. Dude, I've got ass hips, so let's let's go from there. Ass cheek hips. <laughs> Are you breaking up with me? Have we? Have I ranted this whole episode already? Yes, yes, you have. Holy shit, Mateo's already breaking up with dude. Yeah, you've literally not shut up for a minute. Oh my god. Is that good or bad? I don't know. Actually, it's good. <laughs> not really. I just. I don't know if I did the right thing, but... I did it! And that's how Jonah... That's how every scene with Jonah should end. I did, I did it. With him getting punched. You're welcome. You just, know what? Just I, someone running right across, yeah. the str- across the screen and belting Jonah right in his fucking yeah, chops. I, I would have even been happy if the troll came in and, and belted Jonah. All right. Uh, how do we end the show? Good night. We ended saying <laughs> Mateo's last day. Sucked. Let's keep it that way. Yeah. Superstore's last day. Listen. Actually, they've renewed Superstore for a sixth season. So, all right. So, without I, any America Ferrera. I came up with an idea for a show called. You had, you had an idea for an idea? For It's called Popped in the Chops. <laughs> okay. Best fight scenes. Okay. In the history of cinema. Ooh. First one that comes to my Don't mind. Don't say anything. We're not doing anything right now. Put on the glasses. <laughs> Popped in the chops. So you got to come up with one fight scene, and then we'll just we can do a weekly, yeah. you know, popped in the chops thing. Popped in the yeah. <laughs> Put on the glasses. Yep. So there you go. <laughs> or or the alternate, the one, the parody of that, which is Jimmy, put on your hat. <laughs> Cripple fight. <laughs> cripple fight. That's that's a good one, dude. I didn't even realize it. Like the first time I saw cripple fight. No. And I'm like, this is oddly familiar. You can edit it out if you want. I'm not editing shit.